This episode is powered by Flex Chargers. Episode 27. 27. Jesus. That's how how old I'm going to be this year. That's how old I am right now. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, in case you didn't know, people listening, Wilson and I are 27. Three years away from being 30. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. No, you know. I heard that the later 20s and like 30s are better than your young 20s, like the early 20s. But more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. More on that later. You already know, it's your boy Wilson, aka it's less than 70 days until Rolling Loud. Don't be surprised if I go ghosting, shorty. AKA, shout out to my Uber driver the other day. I saw the officially legit sticker on my laptop and asked Lincoln so he could listen while he's driving around. AKA Un Tigre Buscando Una Tigre Ascendia. AKA We're less than two years until the decade is over. Let me be the first to say that the top five artists of this decade is Drake, The Weeknd, Bruno Mars, Rihanna, and Kendrick Lamar. Let's argue if you feel different about it. AKA I got into an argument with some guy the other day because he was making fun of a girl's cellulite. Ladies, embrace that shit. Just know that I love y'all. And you can't spell cellulite without you lit. Um, that's amazing. Anyways, uh, this is Kat, aka Don't Talk to Me, because you should already know I'm going through PFB, aka Post Festival Blues, aka Basehead, aka Grilled Cheeses are the best sandwiches, don't at me, aka the Pizzeria Princess of Okeechobee, aka Filipina Colada. Yo, so, grilled cheese sandwiches are not the best sandwiches. You are fucking. What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> you are bugging. Okay, what's the best sandwich then? Yo, it's to you. It, to you. It peanut butter and jelly. There is no competition with peanut butter and jelly. This is from someone who loves peanut butter jelly, but you're wrong. So they were actually just gonna spend this entire episode arguing about whether or not grilled cheese is better than PB and J. And actually, that should be a poll for our social media and whatnot. That's not fair. Why? That's not fair. <laughs> what do you mean? Listen, you know why? Because everybody's on this like fake grilled cheese wave right now where nobody can make a real good grilled cheese sandwich nowadays. They just like think that heating up cheese and bread is a grilled cheese. That's not what it is. PB&J is easy. Everybody likes it. You can't fuck it up. You can fuck up grilled cheese, but you can't fuck up PB&J. So what you're saying is that you like PB&Js because they're easy? <laughs> I like PB&J. I like PB&J because of how accessible it is and how good it is, both at the same time. You can't go to anywhere and ask for a grilled cheese sandwich and expect it to be good because not everybody knows how to pull it off. But... See, the thing is, why would you 
that is how good it is. You know, not everyone. Just because not everyone can make it doesn't mean it's bad. Let me ask you, can you make a good grilled cheese sandwich? I can't, but Matt can. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> didn't expect to um, be getting into, you know, such a heated argument this early into the episode. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> um, how was your week, Wilson? Um, I was excited. I was excited. I um, went to Tampa this past weekend. Oh, by the way, in case you guys don't know, we're recording on Monday, so our weekend already passed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I went to Tampa this past weekend for uh, Jordan and Vanessa. Uh, Jordan listens to this podcast, so shout out to Jordan. But um, uh, they got married. They've been together since they were in middle school, and they're both 23 now. So I mean, I think it's it's pretty long overdue. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I am not the biggest fan of marriage. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I want to say I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not. I'm. I am not the biggest. It's not fan. for you. I am not, not the biggest you. fan. Hold on, this is a perfect way to me to say it. I'm, I am not the biggest fan of people that are get that get married young, right? I I per, personally personally right. I think it should be later on. But if in in certain situations, if you've been together for a very long time, it just mm. makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So like like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Me. <laughs> right, right, right. Like it, like with them, like they've been together since they were like in this, like 13 years old. Like you Aww. know what I mean? Like I, as long as I've known them, they never argued. Like I I I remember um you know Jordan and I used to work together in Subway, right? And um. When he was going to college, he was going to college in Gainesville, and she was going to USF in Tampa, right? And mm-hmm. um, I remember he he told me that he was going he was going to Gainesville, and I was like, "Yo, this is your perfect chance." I'm over here being the bad friend, like break up with her. <laughs> like, yo, wow, like, what a bad oh, like, yo, You gotta break up with her, dog. Like, you you're gonna be in Gainesville, like. Part of my language, this is like old Wilson. Like I used to talk like this, like old Wilson. Okay. Yeah, old Wilson. I I would I would say things like, "Yo, like so many bitches out there." You know what I mean? Like, that's a, I used to say that. You I don't say that now. I'm just saying. I, I'm giving that as a side note. <laughs> okay, but like that, that's what I told him. I told him I was like, "There's so many bitches out there. You're crazy. You can't be in this relationship. Like, yo, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna want to be on the phone with her all the time. Like, you you're not gonna go out and party." Like you know, I told him, I was I was telling him all these things, and like, it's it's crazy that he didn't take my advice. But you know, it worked out though. It worked out because they they're good, they're happy, they're married, they're getting you know a house together and all that. Like you know, shout out to them. I I after I realized how strong their relationship was, then I I came I, I came into part of that okay they need to get married. Like it makes sense. You know what I mean? It makes sense. But so, um, was, the wedding was cool. The wedding was cool. Was he oh, getting so. invited? Was like him being like, "Told you so." <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm I'm cool with both of them. So like, it, I I wasn't surprised that I was invited. But like, um, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, you know, I I love going to weddings because of of the you know the bar and all that. You know what I mean? But like, it's it's also interesting to see um. Like, it's a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time and stuff like that. It was, 
Very, very interesting. <laughs> you know, I always love going to Tampa. And, you know, because it's a wedding, and, like, those of you who know me, I had, like, really wild facial hair. I had to cut all my facial hair off just for the wedding. Yeah, so I – side note, as you were, like, starting this video recording, because Wilson and I have to, like, video chat whenever to do this, I was, like – I was just, like, staring at his face. <laughs> I'm, like, what's different with your face? I can't – like, did you take off some facial hair? And he did, so I'm glad that I didn't yes. just – and you know, calling on. <laughs> I've heard in the past few days. I've heard that I look ten years younger. I heard somebody tell me that I look like um, the, the Rock, but like the like a fat version of the Rock. <laughs> Why said that? Yeah, no. Like I've heard, I've heard different things. So I'm, I'm glad. I've heard somebody actually say to me that I, I I look like a whole different person. And you know, like in a good way or a bad way. I don't know. And actually, like. My iPhone, you know, has a face scanner thing, right? It didn't recognize me. I had to like, <laughs> like recalibrate it so it could like recognize my face without the facial hair, you know. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely feels different. I miss my I miss my hair. I can't wait for it to grow back. But yeah, no, um, yeah, this week, like like I mentioned in my intro, we're less than seventy days until Rolling Loud, so it's been you know filled with a bunch of cool Rolling Loud things, um. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. Um, you I know, saw that you guys are 95% sold out now. Oh, you already know 95%. You having got your ticket, you're basically almost out of luck. You know, it sucks, <laughs> it sucks to be you. But I would get it ASAP. Don't sleep. Get that shit ASAP. Um, and you know what? Like, at this point, like, nobody can say that these things are expensive. You know, I looked at Ultra. Ultra, you know, Ultra Music Festival. Their yeah, VIP, yeah, yeah. Yeah, P tickets are sixteen hundred dollars. What the fuck? You know, we're selling ours for half that price. Think about that. How crazy is that? Our, our VIP, a VIP. That's, I'm, like, are we still got VIP for half that price? Well, that's our, what happens. General, that's what happens with these. Half that price too. That's what happens with these like festivals. Festivals has been around for so long. They just like they're so crazy expensive. Right, right. Yeah, I guess my the ship has sailed for me to ever go to Ultra. Honestly, like, no offense to Ultra, you know, like I know some people that work, you know, out there and shit like that. Like, yo, know, like their their lineup sucks like every year. <laughs> <laughs> the lineup sucks like every year. I I like Okeechobee's better. Okeechobee's like a little better this year. Um, yeah, but um. I, you know, I planned on going to Okeechobee, but I couldn't go because I had this wedding. You know what I mean? But um, mm -hmm. I heard heard good things. Heard good things. I um, it was good weather. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? It was good weather. So it's a good thing the Okeechobee hasn't happened during the rain yet. No. So um, yeah. Well, I guess I can get into it when, during my weekend. But yeah, continue. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know I. I also mentioned this in my intro, but at the wedding, I got into an argument with this guy who was, he was drunk and he was making fun. He was on this phone looking at this picture of this girl and he was like, oh, she's, she's cute in the face, but she has all the cellulite. And I was like, yo, are you stupid? Like, Gross. I was just- I was Gross going, to him. Right, no, I was going ham on him. I was like, yo, like, I love that shit. I call that constellation, like stars. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I love that shit. Like, yo, like, you know, he's lame for that. I have to call him on his shit. Yo, like how said, old is he? He was probably late twenties, early thirties. Mm, he uh, should know better by now. <laughs> right, right. 
Yeah. In case you missed it on intro, I'm gonna say it again. This is a real life thing. You can't spell cellulite without you lit. It's a real thing. We're gonna make some t-shirts with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean that pretty much sums up my week. How was your week, Kat? My week was pretty great. To be honest, I can't remember anything past like before Friday. It's just all a blur. Not like just because everything was so eventful, not because of anything that <laughs> nah, party cat anyway. party cat gets lit. <laughs> Um, so I went to Okeechobee Music Festival this weekend mm-hmm. and I made a list of things to talk about to make sure that I talk about the right things and <laughs> not the things that I probably shouldn't talk about. So, um, got in on Friday. Have to say that our tent setup was fucking cute. All right, let me just take you a little breakdown. So, this is a camping festival. We have a little spot with a tent. We have a little canopy. Underneath the canopy, you got the folding table. I put a tablecloth over it because, like, go that extra step. It just, it, like, brings everything together, you know. And tip for you festival goers out there, if you put a tablecloth over your table, you can hide shit underneath it. Anyways, and then I also put, like, 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 coloring books and shit. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I did the whole time. And then I had a, like a picnic blanket spread out and then a little a little tiny lap table on the picnic blanket. But the thing is, it was so cute. Did not take any pictures of it, though, um, until it was way too late. By Sunday, it was all trashed and it was disgusting. All the tapestries that were hanging were like we were using it as our like our tent cover and like as a blanket. It was just it was a mess. But on Friday, it was great. Um, so some of the people that I saw on Friday were, uh, STS9, uh, by the way, so they were playing like live music instruments and I don't know what it is, but it just like blows my mind. Like, I don't, I don't ever like really realize that, oh my God, the people up there are like making the music. (laughs) That sounds really stupid, but do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it it just fucking like blows my mind. Like. Like, if this person drumming just stopped drumming, there would be no beat. And, like, if this person, like, <laughs> so anyways. You, you know those memes where it's like, it's like, um, what do you think when you smoke this? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so, the reason why this is so, like, a big deal in my head is because, I don't know, like, everything is very, like, electronic now and like don't get me wrong i love electronic music but like a lot of times you you like process music as like oh this is something that's going through someone's computer and you forget like the organic instruments that people are using their hands to play with and i'm just like so i was like watching this drummer and like he was just like non-stop going and like you know it was getting really fast but even during the slow parts like he was just going and one damn you must have you must be really strong in the arm regions to do that and two how tired are you like like musician stamina must be crazy never thought about that until that show so we had barbecue fries which were amazing mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um so bass actor was the headliner for friday night and We've seen him every year, so we're like, all right, we can't miss this. Next this time, we're gonna be like in the middle of like in the crowd, like right in the meat of it, like where people are like headbanging like crazy. Because normally we're like kind of on the outer rim because we need like 
want some space just in case things get too crazy. But no, we're like, this year, we're going to go in into it. Um, but in order to do that, we had to like stick around for the Halsey set, which is right before Base Nectar. <laughs> and um, wow, like <laughs> we had to watch that. And I wish that could just have been the cringe moment of the week. I'm sorry, but also that was cringy. Let me just tell you a little bit why. <laughs> so have you heard of any Halsey's music? I have not. All right. So for... Um, most people actually probably have heard her singing at least in Closer by the Chainsmokers. It's a song that's like. Oh, I didn't know that was her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, sir, in the backseat of your rover. Anyways, um, I actually really like that song, but I've never heard of any other Halsey songs before. But there were just so many moments when she was like trying to hype up the crowd who was clearly not feeling it. She'd say shit like, all right, who's going to fuck tonight? <laughs> Oh, Lord. And, like, it was just, like, why did why are you saying that? Like, what? And then there's another part where she's talked about the shooting in Parkland. And, like, you know, it's really solemn. And she's like, you know, those kids are really brave. So, anyway, so who's here to have a good time tonight? <laughs> and then, um, however, probably my favorite moment during her set was um she she starts saying she starts talking about how um so what is your least favorite song and i <laughs> and i heard everyone in the crowd going like least favorite what and she's like let me rephrase that what is your least favorite song that you secretly fucking love and then she starts doing an acoustic version of closer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Uh, yeah. So we have to endure all of that in order to get close to the to the stage for Bass Nectar. And, um, well, why would she say that? I don't know. <laughs> like, she just, like, put herself down. Maybe because she could, she just knew maybe that, like, people were not here for her. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we stayed through it. <laughs> and or, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else about Halsey. Um, there were a couple of people that were singing along to the songs that they showed on the screen, but those probably like the two people that were actually there for her. So anyways, um, we made it into the crowd into like the thick of it, um, for bass nectar. And like, we were like sitting there for a while just waiting. And like, everyone was like packed, like sardines, like sitting down. And like, we were like, like less than an inch away from other people. And I noticed this couple next to us and like, they were clearly, on drugs like they were rolling or something and the girl was like totally you know she's so pumped about the show and stuff but her boyfriend or whatever behind her was just like i'm feeling sick i'm feeling sick and um she's like well you know you'll be fine once the music starts which is like don't <laughs> that's terrible advice it's just gonna get worse i was just like well not we're not gonna be able to get this close if we leave now i'm like bitch I mean, it's, I, under, I understand how frustrating that might be to be that close and then someone gets sick, but it's also like, you should be a good person and take your boyfriend away from here. But anyways, it was too late and he vomited right next to me, but it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I didn't get into contact. Um, the rest of the Bass Nectar show is fucking amazing, though. I like, we were all headbanging in unison and it was beautiful. 
the, co the community, exhausting. you know? Sounds exhausting. Yes, it was. And my neck is a little sore. It's probably going to like really be aching tomorrow. But, you know, it's worth it. Um, that's why I have the bass head part in my intro. Um, then after bass nectar, we were like, all right, like we're not done with the night. <laughs> can you see, can you imagine me saying this? Yes. Really? Yes. Well, oh, well, I totally thought you would have expected me Part, to go to sleep. Party, party cat is different than regular cat. Yeah. You know, Pichurita cat is different from regular cat <laughs> from weekday <laughs> cat. Um, I just need, you know, months and months to prepare. <laughs> but uh, we went to this thing called Jungle 51. Have you heard of it? Nope. So at Okeechobee, there's this area called Jungle 51. And it's like surrounded by trees. And there's just like this pump in like electronic music. And there's like strobe lights and stuff. And it felt like a secret rave in the woods. It was awesome. Uh, and that was just Friday. That was just Friday. So let me continue taking you on the tour of my Okeechobee music experience. So on Saturday, we linked up Mike and Jasmine. They had a portable grill, so we made, well, they made bacon and eggs and toast. Fire. It was so great. And Franzia. It was a, it was a breakfast of champions. That sounds fire. Like, what they did was they didn't bring any oil, so they just cooked the bacon first and then took the bacon out and cooked the eggs and the bacon grease. That's so that's smart. That's smart. <laughs> Smart, right? Yeah. And um, um, a portable grill really brings people together. Because um, then people started popping up and like, hey, so <laughs> could I like heat up some water for coffee? And then like someone else was like, our portable grill isn't working. Can I just cook some hot dogs really quick? But they ended up being really cool people. Um, we met this person named Gary who needed some coffee, who I will go into more detail towards the end of my weekend because we'll be a transition into our to our talk later. But anyways, um, I at that day, I also um, bought this pin, and it has Admiral Akbar on it, and it just says trap. <laughs> and then <laughs> I saw Flaming Lips, and they made me cry again, because if you, if you feel like crying, we'll say, I know you don't normally cry, but what you got to do. Watch Toy Story 3 again. No. Well, yes, if you want to. But if you want a song to make you cry, you just have to go and listen to the song Do You Realize by the Flaming Lips and you will cry. Uh, I'll we'll see. Cry. I'll do it. I'll try it. But we'll see. Let's put money that on night? It. Okay. All right. Let's see. You have to be like in the right like mind state. Um, not mind state, but like state of like just you know, in a place where you feel state of mind. State of mind. You have to be comfortable. You can't have anyone around because you might feel too self-conscious. Um, but that after that set, I was I told Matt that I wanted him to play Do You Realize at my funeral? <laughs> and apparently <laughs> that's not really like a fun thing to say at a festival, but whatever. Um then up next was the powwow with Snoop Dogg, the Roots, and Chaka Khan. And I have to say that Snoop Dogg still has got it. So wait, I was reading that like he was doing a gospel set. Gospel set. Yeah, like on the original original announcement that they were doing Snoop Dogg, it said Snoop Dogg gospel a gospel set. That's possible because I could tell there was like it. I don't think it normally functioned the way a powwow works. So what a powwow is at Okeechobee is like they have a 
they pick out these artists that like probably would never ever uh, perform together, but in this like one night, they all perform in like a historic uh, performance. And it was supposed to be the Roots, the Roots, Snoop Dogg, Shaka Khan, and Joey Badass, if I'm not mistaken, but Joey Badass was not there. Damn, Okeechobee, first Fetty Wap, now Joey Badass. Yeah, I was like, I sat through the whole show and I was like waiting for Joey Badass to come out, but then it was just over. Oh man, the boy's got to cut the check. Yeah. So I hadn't, I, this is the first time I went to one of these powwows and like I didn't go in the two previous years, but I totally thought like a powwow was when like they all collaborated together. So I was expecting Snoop Dogg, Chaka Khan, Joey Badass and the Roots to all be performing at the same time together. Like, you know, but it wasn't like that. It was like the Roots was a connecting thing. So the Roots played with on its own and then they played with Snoop Dogg. Then Snoop Dogg basically did a whole concert and then Snoop Dogg left and then Shaka Khan came in and then the Roots and Shaka Khan performed together. And then after she did her thing, it was over. I was like, where, wait, 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 where's, <laughs> where's Joey Badass? Where's this collaboration? I mean, it was so cool, but it was just like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. Did, um, how many songs did Snoop Dogg did? Like roughly like 12, 20? I feel like it was closer to 20. He did a lot of songs. Now, I don't know if, how well versed you are in Snoop Dogg, but did he do Lalo? How does that go? Don't ask me these questions. If, if you, 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 you'll know if he did it. All right, did he do Drop It Like It's Hot? Yes. Okay. Did he do Beautiful? Yes. Okay. So he did two out of three. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> he has shippers. He has shippers on stage. I don't expect nothing less out of him. Well, technically, I don't know if they were sh like, they weren't really like stripping clothes. They were, they they had, were they dancers. Had they were dancers. They, they were on a pole though. They were pole dancers. Okay, so you had pole dancers, one on each end. And like, <laughs> it was funny because like, we didn't even realize that those poles were there until like on those huge screens, you just all of a sudden see this like, like just this butt like in your face twerking. And I was like, where is that coming from? <laughs> and um, yeah, it was pretty glorious. Um, and he also had like backup dancers too. So backup dancers and pole dancers. It was quite a show. So even though, you know, Joey Badass the thing didn't work out, it was still good. Shaka Khan was amazing. Like, it seemed like she didn't even put have to put in that much, like, she didn't look like she was, like, struggling at all to hit the hit certain notes. But she was, like, it's just she made it look easy. You know, Legend. it's interesting. Legend. It's interesting that um, I'm noticing Shaka Khan's doing a lot of festivals this year. She's headlining Jazz Fest. Oh, really? In Miami. She's doing, I think she's doing Coachella also. I wonder. I wonder. Maybe she has new music coming up. Maybe still got it though. It was good. Um, then let's see what's next. Um, oh, so yeah, Travis Scott came on afterwards, and um, he is a trooper because apparently he told the crowd like he had oral surgery the day before. The day before, and he had stitches in his mouth. But he still performed. He, I didn't stay for like too long, so I was like, I'm gonna see it really loud. But um, he also commented on how like Okicho is super cool because you have like everyone carries around these huge totems. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and basically, if you don't know what that is, it's these like they're these really tall poles that like at the end of them they have like a picture or like some sort of like cut out thing and it's like lit up and it's really it's usually really funny. <laughs> um, or they'll be like a flag or something, but they're always like they're pretty funny and like they people hold them up in the crowd so that like the musicians can see so that everyone can see them. Um, but I totally thought that that was like a thing that happened at other festivals too. Is that not really? Um, not. I would. I don't want to say every festival. I don't want to say mm. every festival, but I know like Lollapalooza does it. You gotta yeah. remember. You gotta remember. Travis Scott in America has only performed in like three or four different kinds of festivals. You know what I'm saying? True. And, true. And and besides Coachella and Rolling Loud and think he did uh jambalaya and i think he did lollapalooza but like festivals like bonnaroo they do those sort of yeah yeah you know I mean? it's yeah, like I people get really creative with it a voodoo fest do that too um i don't i, I feel like i didn't see as many like there yeah. are tons and they were trying to restrict the height um, like you can't, you can't be higher than seven feet tall because I guess they like block the camera view or whatever, but they're pretty funny. Um, I saw one with like Dwight Trude on it dressed as Jim. There was one with prison Mike on there and that's an office reference, but it didn't even have the right quote. So it's like, mm, you don't get any points for me. Um, but yeah, usually they're pretty good. So, <laughs> um, do, do you want to keep the part where you mentioned how Travis got performed in Miami? Nope. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Yeah. Take that all out. Yeah. Okay. Um, so on Sunday, um, we made some friends, played What Do You Meme at our campsite. Do you oh, know yeah? what that game is? No, what is that? It's like uh, it's like Cards Against Humanity, except the you you match a caption to a picture, and you're like making a meme, and like whoever makes the funniest meme wins that round. Okay, I got you. I got it you. It was awesome. Uh, and while we were playing, um, this like now this hold book, on question what? question who, who who determines the funniest meme though? Well, it's like cards against humanity. Like each person, whoever wins that round, gets to like be the judge for the next round. Oh, I see. I understand. I understand. So it's pretty funny. Except I did not. I lost so badly. I just sucked. But <laughs> while we were playing, this like hippie guy, um, who was camped right next to Mike and Jasmine, his name was Vinny. Uh he and his friends got locked out of their car oh, and their phone no. and their phones were all dead. Fuck. <laughs> and so like he man hippies and all these like you know what do you know what a wook is? No. Okay, so a wook is like Chewbacca. someone who goes Yes, like the same yeah, it's from that, but it's like uh someone who's like a hippie that goes to festivals but they're and they're like really like you can just tell they've been outside and they haven't showered in a long time. Yeah. They're kind of dirty. Well, um, you think that someone that's like all about positivity and like free spiritness would be a little nicer, but no, turns out some of these hippies are kind of jerks because <laughs> um, he got locked out and then he like asked to borrow Mike's phone to call a tow or to call a locksmith. And they just kept having to like use the phone during the day and he kept, he was like asking so he's like are you guys going to be here for like the next 45 minutes and then it's like man 
we're at a fucking festival. Like, why are you trying to keep us here for 45 minutes? Um, and then he left because, uh, oh, side note, he was he had a bunch of drugs that he was selling and he had to move his drugs to his friend's place before uh, the locksmith came. Cause like, yeah. And then he never came back. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, are we supposed to still monitor this phone for your tow truck per or your locksmith guy anyway? Right. So that was, God damn it, Vinny. Vinny, you should be more like Vinny from the Jersey Shore. He's, I think he'd be nicer. That's the right uh, Vinny. <laughs> that's the right Vinny. Um, then I saw Nightmares and Nightmares on Wax, which is like uh, I think the person from Thievery Corporation, which is cool because we missed Thievery Corporation. And I stood in front of a, the stage for the first time, and the difference with the bass from the speakers, like this, it's also just not obvious, but like wow, that was. It like my whole body was shaking. I felt like my heart inside my body was shaking. Mm -hmm. I'd never experienced that before. And then uh, we went to this tea lounge. Well, it was a tea lounge. It was like a bunch of trees and they set up like, there's like a bunch of like art installations inside with like stacked TVs that were like not working. And there was all static and like they were giving out free tea and there was um, cushions and mats everywhere. That was cool. Then we saw Zed's Dead. Then we watched um, people ride a red hot cock. So that's cool. Wait, what? Pause. So, uh, yes. Also, I'm turning off my light because it's hot. So, <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> sorry, it got really hot in this room. So I turned the light off. Um, and, never mind. Wow, this, that's a whole thing. Just never mind. <laughs> Okay, never, so I'm gonna mention what I took out of that. All right. <laughs> yeah, so there's this other art installation called the Red Hot Cock, and it's this huge metal um, <laughs> uh, rooster. Okay, a huge metal rooster, and at the bottom is actually um, what's it called? Um, you sit on a thing, and it like goes up and down. A seesaw. A seesaw, yes, thank you, Wilson. So there's a seesaw attached to the bottom of this metal rooster, mm -hmm. and as as people are like pumping it, <laughs> as people are riding this rooster, fire shoots out of the rooster's mouth, and so that's why it's called a red hot cock. And so every time people would ride on it, by the way, it was free, so that's kind of cool. I didn't do it, but the guy who was like working the ride, who was like. Now you can tell, here's a sticker. Now you can tell your mom that you wrote a red hot cock this weekend. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and in addition to that, they also cooked hot dogs in this rooster. And so this lady who had cooked the hot dogs in this fire caused by the rooster was just, she just cut up the hot dogs and was just like, would you like a hot dog? And I'm like, where is this from? <laughs> I don't know if I should just take a, you know, a hot dog for anyone, but she explained that they cooked it in this rooster and handed them out and it was delicious so wow well, interesting. rolling loud needs to get a red hot cock that's all mm, i'm saying i promise you there will not be a red hot cock okay <laughs> maybe just change the name but it's really fun though like they've had the installation there will not um, be a rooster that spits out fire loud. well the first year it was like i think it was like a snowman or something and it shot out fire there will and not you, be there will not be a snowman who ironically shoots out fire. Will you have would you have any art installation that involves a seesaw and shooting fire? 
There will not uh, be anything that shoots fire at Rolling Wild. Why not? Besides pyro. Pyrotechnic. Um, fine then. Um, anywho, the the Red Hot Cock was <laughs> being around. It was like really nice because it was so fucking cold at night. So be it was like it like warmed warmed us up. Um, then we saw Oddigy and then like head banged a little bit more. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, Okeechobee at this time of the year, it's like kind of weird because during the daytime, it's like 80 degrees. It's beautiful. There's a little bit of breeze. You can wear like, you know, typical festival wear. But at night this year, it was fucking cold as shit. Like yeah, I just, totally dropped down to like the 50s. It's kind we of were crazy. sleeping outside on the ground. <laughs> we Like it was so cold and like, I don't know why I don't just like, well, Matt said he checked the weather and he knew that it was going to be kind of cold, but I didn't because I'm an idiot. And like, I packed mostly shorts. I Luckily I packed like a couple sweaters and like one pair of pants, but yeah, I was freezing. And every night <laughs> we would go to sleep shivering and then wake up at like maybe four in the morning and it would be like the coldest, the absolute coldest. And then I would go back to sleep, wake up and it'd be like, it would be eight in the morning and be like hot. Like I would have to like take off the sweaters I was wearing. It was so weird. Um, you would never, ever find me sleeping <laughs> at a festival on the ground. But you know what? I love it. I love. I don't love the cold weather. Like that sucked ass. But I love camping. If I were, like if I were to pull up to Okeechobee, I'm leaving <laughs> the same night. I'm going back home. Man, but see, the thing is, I love. That's the whole, one of the big reasons why I love Okeechobee. Like, you're just, like, hanging out. Everyone's kind of gross. It's fine. You feel so just, like, free-spirited and, like, I feel, like, youthful. <laughs> I feel like I'm in touch with the my youthfulness there. And everyone's just, like, cooking up outside, like, making friends, talking. And it's just nice. But you are a little gross. You have to be okay with being a little gross. Like I found a little bit of uh, like a little piece of grass in my camelback, my water pouch. I was like, okay, <laughs> that's kind of gross. Um, but I'm just gonna empty it out, rinse it, and then refill it. It's fine. Okay. Porta porta potties weren't that bad this year. Um, yeah. oh, see that that GA life, man. <laughs> hey, it's like, are you really? Are you really at Okeechobee if you? Are taking showers and are in a real bed? No. <laughs> I'm, if I'm pulling up and if I had to, if I had to camp, I'm getting a full trailer that has a full head shower, like you know, like nah, air conditioned. I did not shower at all. Wi-Fi. I showered on Friday before we left, and then showered um, when I got home today. It's how was fine. your How was your phone service? Oh, it was actually to it was totally fine. I had fine phone service, but I couldn't charge my phone, so it died. It died Sunday. Would have been a good um, time for you to have a flex charger. Yeah, it would be a good time to have a flex oh, charger. By the way, Wilson. by the way, by the way, I found it. So it was it was it's the entire time since I first told you that I brought it to Tampa, like back in like September. Or like October, it's been in the front pocket of my luggage. It's still there. Are you freaking serious? <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been helpful. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fun. Um, we I it, we didn't know what time it was though for like all of between like Sunday 
night at like, it was like, it was after the Zed's Dead show. Matt was like convinced that it was only like nine o'clock. And then I asked one of the food vendors, I was like, what time is it? She's like, it's 1120. I'm like, oh my God. We had like our whole idea of what time it was. It was just totally off. And then again, did not know what time we went to sleep. Didn't know what time we woke up until we like packed everything and got in the car. And we're like, oh, it's 730. <laughs> it's really yeah, early. That, that's, that's the way that like I want to live life is not knowing what time is it ever. It's interesting. And like we, we paid a pedicab to take us back to the campsite last night. And then at the end, he was like, do you guys know what time it is? I'm like, what? I was going to ask you. <laughs> Shouldn't you know what time it is since you're working this event? Whatever. That's funny. That's real funny. Um, but yeah. Um, Okeechobee is great. You know, you get to eat whatever you want. You don't really gain any weight because you're walking everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful for the most part. Um, people are generally nice. Yeah. Um, and I love camping. So would you ever just go regular camping? No. Fuck. No. <laughs> Man, it, there's a... It, you Listen, just... I hate bugs. I hate dirt. Okay, there's a lot of dirt, yeah. And I hate the sun. Okay, yeah, I guess... And all three of those things hate me. <laughs> hate me. Well, I need to tell you about Gary now. Okay, so I'll tell that's, you about Gary. That's kind of a, our segue to our next segment. But someone that we met while we were cooking breakfast on Saturday was uh, Gary. He was maybe like, I don't know, late 50s, mid 50s, something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And he was by himself. He might have met up with his daughter, but he was camping by himself. And he came over to ask if he could make some coffee um, using their grill. And he was just telling us about how, like, yeah, you know, I try to, like, I, I, I'm, I listened to a lot of rock and roll growing up and everything, but now I want to, like, see what's what's popular nowadays. And so that's why he goes to these festivals. And he went to a fucking bass sector show and checked it out. And he was, he told us that he was out in Jungle 51 until 4 in the morning. I'm like, damn. He was by himself? Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. I, like, you know, he doesn't. He wants to keep exploring. He was telling us about how he went to like Fiji for his birthday a couple months ago. Um, and he's just trying to stay active and trying to always check out new interesting music. And so he, he like every he's gone to Okeechobee like every year. Mm -hmm. um, and he was just super cool. He was like he he um, <laughs> it was kind of funny though because he was like he's still like learning. So, for example, he asked us what pink was a clothing brand. Because he kept mm -hmm. seeing, like, Pink everywhere, like, at the festival. And he's like, is that, like, named after the singer Pink? <laughs> I was like, no, no, that's Victoria's Secret. And then he was like, oh, you know, thank you so much for making this coffee for me. Um, I have, you know, I can give you something. I have a little bit of contraband with me. And we're like, whoa, contraband, what does he mean? And he goes on to talk about how he has, like, red wine glass and glass bottles in his <laughs> Chuck, that's I'm like, funny. oh, oh, so you have you have red wine? Okay, that's. He's, he's I guess a plug that's, for the wine. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's technic. That's technically contraband. Um, so he gave he gave us two bottles, of red wine. That's yeah, that's awesome. Um, but it just like reassured me that when I'm older, I can still go to shit like this. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. What 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 do you think? Do you see yourself going to like concerts and stuff and music festivals when you're when you're older? Well, for me that's a little different because 
I see myself like running them shits when I'm older. Okay. But do you think it's weird for someone who I guess is not running that to attend this thing? Oh no, I do not. I do not. I let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase. That. I think Okeechobee is acceptable. Now, will I see that guy rolling loud? Probably not. <laughs> hey, what about OG Magnum? He's different, man. He's he's doing it. He's doing it for publicity. Okay, whatever. He so, is. No, he is. I saw this interview with him yesterday. He's doing. He was doing it for publicity. So, in general, though, if you were to see like older people, it would be weird to go to Rolling Loud. But music festivals in general, by, it's by fun. themselves. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, to be fair, he did say that he was meeting up with his daughter, but I think for the most part he was by himself, though. So, Kat, I'm sorry, I can't talk to you like this. <laughs> Can you really put your brightness up on your laptop? Oh, this is exactly what it's like to talk to you sometimes. Sometimes no, I can no. only see your eye. I literally, I can't see anything of you. Like, like I see your arm whenever you like you like do stuff. I, I think Wilson. I, okay, I just turned the light back on. Wilson's scared. I am. <laughs> You're a little scary. Well, he's scared that you know something might show up. Um, but yeah. So by the so I want to talk about Gary because I feel like there's a lot of pressure to do everything that you want to do in your twenties. If that makes sense. Like I feel like you know I need to get my career where I want it to be in my 20s. I feel like I need to have all these experiences before I get older. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm just like overthinking it or if if it is like, I don't know. Is it weird if like if someone was in was like had kids and they were still going to music festivals? Is that just like does that seem like it's a desperate attempt at staying relevant or or is it fine? I don't know. Um, I I don't think it's weird. I don't think it's weird. I think, if anything, um, how do I say this? Like, I, I, I'm gonna use music festivals as, as an example, but it's not just music festivals, right? It's like anything, like going to clubs at Evo or, or <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if you want to live your youth, you're talking about if you're older, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you, if you want to relive your youth, do your thing. You know what I mean? Do your thing. True. Do you feel like um, you have to, do you ever feel pressure to like accomplish what you want to accomplish right now when you're 20? Uh, yeah, a little, not, not for myself though. Like I don't, I don't pressure myself, but like, you know, like I, all right, I'm the oldest out of like a lot of siblings. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And I have like this reoccurring pressure for my family that I have to be the one. I have to be, I have to be the one to lead the way. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I have to be the one to show them the path. You know, like um, it's, I come from uh, a family that like I was the first to actually go through college. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And shit like that. And like um. It was a lot of a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure. But they, at this point in my life, you know, I'm 27. They, a, a lot of a lot of my family expected me to already be married with kids, living in a house with a white fence, and like mm -hmm. all that. 
and like I kind of, uh, I, you know, I, I at a time of my life back when I was 23, 20, no, back when I was 21, back when I was 21, I, I, I told myself that that's not what I wanted. You know what I mean? I, I, that's not what I wanted. I was mm-hmm. 21. I was in the middle of a three-year relationship. Or 20, I'm sorry. 20, I was in the middle of a three-year relationship with a girl that I was engaged to. Um, I was going to school for a completely different thing than what I ended up getting a degree on. Um, I didn't I didn't want, like, I, I just, like, one day, I just, like, Yo, I don't want this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not, it's not for me. This is not for me. And if I didn't make that decision, I wouldn't be here now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's good to know, like, exactly what you want, you know? Um, so when Matt and I got married, um, three, well, it'll be three years in October. Mm-hmm. And three years ago, we were like, all right, in five years, when we turn 30, you know, maybe we'll start, like, having kids. And I realized, like, a couple months ago, like, oh, my God. That's in like, wait, shit, hold on. I'm just wow. <laughs> doing all my math. Hold on. Wow. 20. Yes, I was correct. I just can't believe that it's going to be two years. In two years, we'll. Okay, well, anyways, it's only in a couple years <laughs> that we're going to, you know, that we would have kids when he said we'd have kids. And I'm like, that means in only a couple years, I have to do all the shit that I want to do before having kids. What the fuck? No way. No way. Like, I don't want to sign my life away, like for the next 18 years to some little shit that's not going <laughs> to appreciate all this stuff that I do. And I'm saying that because I feel like I could have been more appreciative growing up, but I wasn't. Um, so anyways, <laughs> I just, and then, you know, there are people that are saying like, you know, just because you have kids doesn't mean that you give up your life. But I mean, in a way, like a lot of the t- stuff that you might have wanted to do, you can't really do anymore. Or you're not, it's not as free. You're not f- as free to do those things. All right. I'll say this. I'll say this. So look, I'm 27, no kids, right? My my sister already beat My younger sister already has two kids. You know what I'm saying? My, um, I have cousins that have three kids that are younger than me. And like, mm-hmm. and it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, it's, there's like a, a reoccurring meme, like for Spanish people. Like, whenever there's a family party, your grandma always asks, like, "Ila novia, ilo muchacho." Like, like asking, like, "Where's your girlfriend? Where's your wife? Where's your kids?" You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm. I I I don't I don't get pressured by that anymore. I don't like I'm. I'm at a point in my life where, like, I I know I know what I want. I know what I don't want. You know what I mean? Um, I'm gonna head into my 30s knowing that I made the right move. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have Do you have any advice out there for people who maybe are still trying to figure it out? Yeah, don't don't let somebody else's vision of what your 20s should be like tell you or like move you that way. You know, like that's so true. You you set your own path. Like, don't let nobody else do it for you. If you if you if you decide if you decide one day, right? Like, damn, maybe I do want to be that one to be married, have kids, live in a white big house with a white picket fence. Then, fuck it, go ahead and do it. But yeah. You know, 
if you don't think that's for you, then don't do it. Yeah. I think it's like when I eventually do have kids, I think that's something that I want to tell them. Like, you have to, you can't listen to anyone else because, you know, this is that's your life and it's your time that you're spending on whatever you're trying to make happen. And so if whatever you're trying to make happen isn't actually what you want, then you've wasted all that time. Um, right, right. And I definitely felt the pressure um, being the older sibling too, because like I went through, you know, all my school life thinking that I was going to like grow up and be a doctor similar to like my family's path. And after college, after doing pre-med all those years, I was like, mm, just kidding. So I kind of like, in a way of like, I was like kind of like the failure, <laughs> but it was like a blessing. So now, you know, now my parents can see like, oh, she's not a failure. She's actually doing what she loves to do and she's getting paid for it. So that's awesome. And my brother knows, hopefully, even though he's in pre-med now, he knows that he doesn't have to do it if he doesn't want to. Because I have already, you know, paved the embarrassing way. Yeah, you died for his sins. <laughs> I, I died for his sins. I'm basically the Jesus in our family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, that's great. I'm going to text him that, that he should be thankful. <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, and, and you know, I'm, I was I was talking about it on a relationship aspect, but I don't even mean it on that aspect. Like, you know, you, you, you've talked to me about it before of how, like, you, everybody wanted you to be a doctor mm-hmm. or work in the medical field. <laughs> Can you imagine? Medical. Can you imagine me? I get so grossed out by, like, by, like, cuts and, like, blood and everything at the same time though side note i love pimple uh oh my god bursting videos i i can't get enough of that shit anyways um but otherwise no i would make a terrible doctor so so (laughs) what what like what made you decide one day to be like all right i i gotta switch this um it was well it was actually after i had spent some time being a student graphic designer and i realized like i was good enough for people to want to pay me <laughs> and I enjoyed it so much that even the thought even the thought of like being working in a hospital I was like I can't do this so and I was like in the middle of applying to med schools too and like I was like uh I'm gonna send this and I hope that I would get rejected <laughs> I did <laughs> you but wanted to get rejected I mean I didn't want to I wanted to re- get rejected so that I had a reason not to go but yeah. at the same time I didn't want to get rejected cuz like who no one likes the feeling of getting rejected you know what I mean Right 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 so. I feel that Um it's fine and there is a actually we had we were at Panera it was me and some friends and this employee was like actually was like trying to clean up and like in a way trying to tell us to leave but at the same time <laughs> He was like, what are you guys talking about? And we were like, you know, just life. And then he asked us, like, what would what advice would you give to a 17-year-old like me? I'm like, do follow what like follow your heart. <laughs> okay, that's like the most generic advice ever. But that seriously. Is, that is. That's true though. It's never too late to change your mind. Yeah. So. Also, like, you know, I it's never it's never too late to um it's never too late for you to start figuring shit out also. Yeah. Like, you know, for those of you that are in your mid or late twenties that like still don't know what you want to do. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not too late. You know, I saw somebody post this the other day and it's so true. Like, you know, Eminem didn't become a rapper until he was 28. 
Really? Like he wasn't popping until he was twenty eight. His first his first good album came out at twenty seven. You know what I mean? Um two chains got popping in his thirties. That's true. He got popping in his thirties. What about Rick Ross? He was older too. Yeah, because in his thirties. Like what what I'm saying is like I'm using those as examples and obviously like that's just music. Like it's never it's never too late for you to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's never too late. And it's never too late to go to a music festival when you're you know, you've had kids already and you wanna just check out what the kids are listening to these days. Unless it's really loud. No, I mean, I, <laughs> you no. still come by yourself, man. That was kinda of, still looks kinda of creepy. You're gonna roll yeah. No, that's right. That's true. Just don't be weird. Don't be weird. Yeah, don't be weird. Just be nice, you know, and yeah. Yeah, like, like, come on, like, Rolling Loud is not even like a camping type deal. Like, like, what are you doing here? You know what I mean? You're not here to be a hippie. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm pretty excited. Anyway, so no. Um. So um, now that we're all inspired, I think it's and motivated. Um, let's talk about some sports. <laughs> takes on sports <laughs> all so, right. yeah um i hope you all like that transition but um <laughs> wilson had me you know look into whether or not the ncaa is that how you refer to NCAA. ncaa the national collegiate of uh, <laughs> Na- National, National no Collegiate Athletic Association. I had no idea that's what it stood for. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, well, I looked it up. So there's one point for me, zero for Wilson. National, Cle- <laughs> National Collegiate Athletic Associ- Association, whether or not they should pay their players, particularly their um, basketball and football student-athletes. So my opinion is yes, they should. Why? Because, all right, so I am gonna explain why I think they should, and then I'll follow it up with a, okay, but I understand why it might be tough because blank, 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 okay. So um, I think they should because like, I don't think a scholar, like a uh, full scholarship is enough to cover all of what they need to put in to, be a student athlete. Um, I think like I was looking up the benefits and like you get the scholarship, but on their website, they actually talk about how they have like a catastrophe, um, not a catastrophe. They have like a, a service where if you get, if you, a catastrophic injury program where like if you get a catastrophic injury during a student athlete sort of event they'll cover it and it's like what the fuck of course you should cover it why is that even a benefit that should be something that just comes with being a student athlete what the hell like they wouldn't even be in that situation if they weren't playing for you anyways and then just the fact that they like all of the um just how much money ncaa and like the uh universities make it just seems so unbalanced, so unbalanced. Like they're not making like billions and billions of dollars, like 10 point something billion dollars while, you know, they're using the labor of like these student athletes and like they're barely getting anything and like getting injured and shit. So um, yeah, but should I go into like why I can see why it would be tough 
Yes. Okay. So in my research, I saw that, um, you know, there is something to be considered, like, you have to pay all of your student athletes, right? Like, you can't just pay money for spend your money on basketball players and football players, even though they're probably the most popular sports or whatever. You'd have to play, you'd have to pay, like, your golf team, your volleyball team, your rowing team and everything. And, like, that might not be an issue for the for certain schools that are making like tons and tons and tons of money in their sports programs. But for the smaller, for the schools that aren't making that much money, like that would be like really hard for them to be able to compensate all those student athletes. And then like, like if that were to happen, like I could definitely foresee them just choosing to cut these programs instead of if they can't, instead of compensating their student athletes, like maybe um, cutting the rowing team so that there isn't anyone there isn't that program anymore just because they feel like they can't compensate them fairly. So yeah. But what about you, Wilson? I think, I think um, to be honest, like uh, I understand the logic behind why everybody shouldn't get paid. Should not or should? All right. Should not. I understand. I understand both sides, but to, if you want to play the devil's advocate, right? Like, like, it's it's hard. All right. So, in one in one college basketball team, right, you have fifteen players, right. Um, out of those fifteen players off that one team, right, you also have three three called reserve. Right? So you really have eighteen players, right? Eight, eighteen players that um the school already pays for full travel, right? Full um full gear. They pay for um, – they give them a nutrition plan so they keep them fed, right? Um, yeah, I think that they – that all student athletes need insurance for sure. It will alleviate a lot of the other issues of, you know, expenses, expenses like health expenses. Um, they, like I said, the school already covers food. They cover the travel. They cover the gear. Um other than that, I mean, it, it's hard. It's hard to pay these student athletes because, like, all right, so I'm going to use Johnny Manziel. He used to play football for um, Texas A&M, right? And he was – he brought in money to that team, right? Like, mm -hmm. people paid sold-out games just to see him. He sold jerseys like like crazy. He was a hot attraction, right? Mm -hmm. But it, it's rare to have a player like that. You can't pay all the players because one player is that hot. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that maybe, maybe if anything, players should get a percentage of maybe their jersey sales if they sell jerseys. You know what I mean? Or merchandise. Maybe a percentage of merchandise sales. But it's hard. It is. It's too hard to. It is hard. I, I, I can't I can't see them getting paid like if it was like a regular job, you know? I don't I thought they weren't allowed to have like certain players' names on merchandise. They they're not they're not but like Johnny Manziel's number was number two. So any the number two Texas NM jersey was like the hottest selling jersey. Mm. You know what I mean? Because because of him. Because of him, sort of thing. Oh, interesting. Well, I mean, like I think I don't know about like the debate over whether or not the individual players in like a particular team should get compensated, but I mean, I would assume that they would all get compensated. Maybe not the same. I don't know. I don't know how so, professional teams work, but oh. 
So he got he got he got in trouble. Let me use Johnny Manziel as an example again, right? Because he got a free tattoo, right? He got a free tattoo in return for an autograph. Like that that's how that's how strict the NCAA is. You're not even allowed to sell you autographs. You're not allowed to sell your glo- glove that you wore or anything, like nothing. Nothing. Like mm-hmm. It's too strict. I think that they should be a little loose when it comes to individual players. A little more loose. Yeah, I remember um, when we were when I, I so I worked as a designer for USF, and we couldn't. If I remember this correctly, we couldn't put just like a single player as like on a billboard. Like we couldn't we couldn't show people's faces. So like if we had mm-hmm. if we were designing a billboard to um, promote uh, this big football game, we had to use a photo where you couldn't really see someone's face where you couldn't, there there was just like a generic number. Um, So we actually had a photo shoot where it was, um, it was, it was not a current football player and you couldn't see his face or anything so that it was just kind of like a generic football player. Um, Cause you can't, you can't like um, promote a single player technically. Right, 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 right. Um, But I don't know. It's just, it, the, you have to think about like where is this where is all that money going to like is it is, who is it going to is it going to is it actually benefiting the student athletes at all who are gaining who are like raising this money for the school is it just going to this top university administrators and the coaches is it going or and is it going to like the NCAA NCAA like those people uh, I don't know sketchy it's just like. It's like the mafia. And I, and one article is talking about how the FBI is like investigating the corruption in the NCAA. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's de- there's definitely something because it's like that web, that like tree, the, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of crazy because, all right, so the, 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 I know the, the admission fee and like the merchandise, a percentage of it, NCAA has to take because that's how the NCAA afford, can afford televising games and things mm-hmm. like that you know what i mean but outside of that outside of that like who where does the rest of the rest of the money go to mm-hmm. and considering that there are billions and billions of dollars that are made every year there probably is enough money to compensate all players but i guess it does get more complicated like considering like okay does everybody get the same amount of money uh, I mean, I, exactly. I think that's it's... that's the big problem. Like, do you do you do you make a whole salary system for student athletes? That's kind of crazy. But just because I think it's complicated doesn't mean I think we shouldn't do n- nothing about it. Like, it should just continue running the same way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, people say that like tuition for everyone is like difficult, but why don't we just figure out a system for it to work? You know what I mean? I remember somebody brought up the idea when I, you know, you know barbershop talk, but like somebody brought up the idea one time of uh, maybe doing a, like a, like a reward system, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like set up like each school or, or the NCAA in general setting up a reward system where if you're a player and you play in the game. Once you play in the game, you get like a hundred bucks or something like that, right? If you score, you get an extra 500 bucks, you know what I mean? Or things like that. And then like at the end of the season, you give them a check based off of how they performed throughout the season. But again, that's hard because you have players that are on the team that never play. They just, they just don't get paid. 
Yeah. I mean, how does professional sports work? They they get paid salaries. So why could that not work? Because you're a student. It's it's, it's weird because again, it's a student. It, once you once you tell a college player that he has to play for money, school becomes a second priority. I mean, I think it currently is a second priority. Let's be real for, sure, <laughs> for a lot for of sure, these students. But, but at, then it won't be a priority at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. They need to figure out something because, like, if student athletes are like making so much money for all these other people, but can't even like afford like food to just eat. But again, that that's not necessarily the case. Well, so during during the season, the team, the schools feed them. They feed them breakfast, lunch, and dinner. During after, when? During the season. Oh. After the season, right? They they're technically supposed to go get part time jobs and be able to be able to pay for their own shit sort of thing, but as a student athlete on their side, I would say it's hard when you have to maintain a workout routine and you have to practice mm -hmm. on the off season. You can't really get a job. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, definitely. There's got to be something they can do. Maybe just give them food all year round. Yeah. Boom. That's what I would say. Give them food all year round and give them health insurance, a full covered health insurance. I feel like they could get paid, but because they get like what a stipend or something. Do some schools do a stipend? Not all. Not all schools. Not all. Hmm. Yeah. Well, this is March Madness is starting. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get in. We're gonna talk about that soon. Uh, I don't know how I'm gonna. How am I supposed to predict shit like this? Like, there's so many teams. How do you? How do you even like do? I, I'm just gonna no, write down names. I'm just gonna write down sports names. We're like, gonna post. We're gonna post online your bracket. No. Yes. I'm gonna post my bracket too. Oh my god! It's gonna. I can't. I'm just gonna. Can you give me hints? Like. Just ask me. But I, could I just like look up the stats or whatever you call them from last year and be like, all right, these people were the best. And then I just copy that down. Sure. All right. Got a system, baby. Do it. But um, I think it's time for us to get into our uh, two minutes tantrum. Yeah, you should go first because I'm very interested to hear what you were going to rant about. Wilson wouldn't tell me. Well, that's because I didn't know. But now I know. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want me to? Okay. Do you want me to start um, the time? Yeah, yeah. Please give me a time. All right. And three, two, one, go. All right. So you know, I twenty-seven years old. As I mentioned, we were talking about the thing about our twenties, and I really am tired of just in people in general. No, no, no gender. No. Race, just people in general, slut shaming. Like we've we've talked about this before, previous episodes about slut shaming and stuff like that. And yo, like it's ridiculous. The other day, somebody called me a whore. <laughs> I, and you know what? I normally would let it slide because normally that's like a sort of like a a, a friendly way, like a friendly friendly ver verbal spatting. But it, this, this chick was real serious, and she was like, "No, you really are." And I was like, "Why?" Why Why am I a whore? And she said, because you don't want to settle down with one girl, right? You don't want to settle down with one girl. You make every girl want to have feelings for you. And that's not true, but I'm not even going to get into that part. But 
the whole point is, why do you care? Why, why, why do people get invested so much to somebody else that they have to call them derogatory names? Why can't you just le let people be and live your own life? If you don't want to live that way, cool. Well, don't make other people feel like they have to live your way. People that slut shame are like vegans. You just have to make people feel that way. <laughs> they have to think and feel the same way that you do. Like, yo, get the fuck over it. You're like the people that do CrossFit and vegans. Like, yo, like, that shit is whack. That shit is so trash. And honestly, if you're still slut shaming nowadays, you need to check yourself. And you need to act. No, never mind. I was going to say something really mean, but you know what? 2018 Wilson is a different person. I was going to rant. That's it. I'm cutting my time right there. I don't even know how much time. Okay. All right. Well, you have 15 seconds left, but no, okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. Anyways. All right. So, um, was that, was that a comment made in, at the wedding or after the wedding? Huh? <laughs> was that a comment made at the wedding or after the wedding? What? You oh, no, 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 no. It was sometime last week. Hmm. Like, it was like sometime last week. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to go through that verbal abuse, Wilson. That's okay. Like, yo, like, it's just like, yo, like, do you really think I'm a whore? Like, what? I'm such but, a nice guy. I mean, you can be nice and a whore, but that doesn't mean a whore is a whore doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know what I mean? I feel you, but it was it was said it was said in in the meaning of being a bad thing. Like mm. it was it was said to be hurtful. Oh. Mm. And I was. I'm patting you on the back right now. There, <laughs> there. Patting me on the head. But <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm going to rant. So yeah. let's go. All right. My rant is about the fucking bitches that just think it's cool to, like, push yourselves to the front of the crowd at a concert. And I don't know what it is about me. Is it me? Do I just look like I'm fucking pushable to you? Like, that you can just, like, push me to the side so that you can get out get me out of the way so you can continue Push. pushing people pushing yourself into the front it is always like oh my god i like at, i always experience this at concerts people just think it's fine to completely ruin somebody's experience at a concert and they just like get in your face or it's worse when like Sometimes they'll have like a whole line of people and they're fucking holding hands so that they can they won't get lost as they're like intruding upon everyone's space in this concert, whatever. But the I think the worst is when someone pushes you to get in front of you and they just stand blocking your view. And it's like, bitch, I am right here. Like if you're gonna push me out of the way, why don't you like walk a couple steps so that you're not directly in front of me? Oh my god. At one point during Okeechobee, uh, I was just feeling very irritated. <laughs> irritable at one point and i started pushing back like <laughs> they were this couple like just like pushed me to get to the front and then they just stood there and they were just like kind of like dancing back and forth but people were headbanging so i took that as an opportunity to kind of like headbang in their direction against <laughs> um headbutting these people? no i wasn't headbutting them i was just pretending like i was headbanging so hard that my like shoulder was like <laughs> crushing into them but i don't know i don't know what it is that like makes people think that they can just get in front of me, but I'm tired of it. And um, yeah, I just realized I had 20 seconds left, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of like, I'm getting real deep here, but there's just some sort of like um, entitlement that these bitches, that's what I'm calling them, that these bitches think that they have, that they can just, they think that they're cute enough to just like walk in front of you and just like push everyone out of the way. But no, not today, bitch, not today. Okay, I got time. I got time today. 
I was um, getting real mad about that. The whole just every it's just every concert, man. I always just get they just they're so rude. Sometimes they'll say sorry and it's fine. Like sorry, excuse me, it's fine. Like at least you're aware of that how you're being annoying right now. But some people they just don't give a fuck and they just keep going. It's like maybe maybe if you wanted to be in the front, you should have showed up earlier, bitch. All right, I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> uh, oh, I need to fan myself. <laughs> okay, so anyways, let's move on. Um, yeah, I should probably feel have more like positive vibes right now from being like at Okeechobee and everything, but right now I'm just a whole just a bunch of negativity. Maybe because I'm sad that I'm gone. Can I tell a really quick, really quick story about Okeechobee my first year that's, like, so funny to me still? Go for it. Okay, so this is so random, but um, it was 2016, very first Okeechobee, which is awesome, by the way. Um, but something that's kind of annoying about, like, festival culture is, like, people are always just talking about, like, you know, good vibes only, man. Like, it's all about positivity. <laughs> and that gets so annoying. But as I was walking out of the Grove, which is where all the concerts were at, I heard this guy behind me go, oh my shit, I just stepped in like, I just stepped in some shit. And his friend was like, hey man, positive vibes only. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, he literally just stepped in some shit. Like let him rant for a little bit. Like positive vibes is not gonna get rid of the shit that you just stepped in. I don't know. Sometimes I think the good yeah, vibes thing goes too far. That, um, yeah. So I, that actually leads in really well into, because that was cringy, our cringe moment of the week. Cringe moment of the week. Um. So you already know how I feel about the beeps. That's my dog. You know, shout out to the Beebs. Man, um, I really hope you guys become friends. I hope he shows up this year. Really love. Beaver and I have the same taste in women, so it makes sense. Selena you know, Gomez? No, you know what the same taste in women is? <laughs> what? All of them. Okay. <laughs> no, for real. Beaver has How? said that publicly. Beaver said that publicly that he loves all kinds of women. So, I mean, I feel like he's only dated like certain kinds. Models and Selena Gomez. <laughs> I don't know, but anyways. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about Justin Bieber's love life to be honest. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Um, okay. Yeah. No. So, you know, homeboy Bieber was leaving somewhere with a um, ping pong paddle and a ball, <laughs> and um, he was stopped by a. Um, paparazzi guy. A nagging paparazzi who just wanted to ask him questions, bother him with questions about Selena Gomez. And my guy wasn't trying to hear that shit. You know what I mean? Like, but you know what? Old Bieber probably would have like tried to hit him with that paddle. But new, <laughs> new Bieber had a little positive thing to say instead. You know, more, no, I wouldn't say positive, but more calm. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna show just the part of it, but before then, you should know that just, he was asking Justin like. Um, hey, how are you? How are you and Selena? Blah, 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 blah. Like just asking all these like personal questions as Justin is walking to his car. So here it is. Hey, Justin, how's it going? You looking forward to your birthday tomorrow? Yeah. You gonna celebrate with Selena, your favorite girl? <laughs> cool, man. I hate when you ask me. I'm sorry, I won't ask you about her anymore. Sorry, brother. I hate you. 
Everybody just wants I to know. We, I thought like, we developed like a, a repertoire. Oh yeah, man, I, absolutely. Whatever you want is cool. You know, I want to ask you about that. You immediately did that last time too, right? After well, the pool, nobody, you never told me they'd bother you. I didn't ever know. Because okay. my boss tells me what to ask, so that's the only reason I'm asking. I just am ha happy that you have a good music career and you've been, you know, you're so calm and you're so happening right now. It's so cool. Because, you know, everybody, like when I was 21. It's hard to stay that way when you're hollering at me, though. It's like, why don't you just get your, like, film and do your thing? Yeah. Well, I'm. When you're hollering at me and yelling certain things, it's like. Yeah, I'm not trying to yell at you. Am I yelling? Well, you're not yelling in a mean way, but it's just. It's just distracting from my day to day stuff. I got gotcha. you. Okay, I'm just trying to keep a light. You know, people always like to hear sound bites and stuff. I hear you. So that's the one thing I'm doing. Looking good though, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> good to see you, bro. I'm never gonna ask you about anything except uh, just how you're doing. I don't. I don't ever feel like answering questions while I'm walking to my car ever. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, never really. Whenever, <laughs> whenever it's good for you, it's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind you. You know, follow me. It's your job. But like when you start. You start calling questions and stuff like I don't want to answer questions. No. Why would I want to answer questions while I'm walking in my car? I just don't want to do that. No, I don't know. I thought it would, you know. Yeah, we're cool. You and I are cool. But yeah. I'm just saying I don't feel like answering okay, bro. questions, you know. No hard feelings, I hope. No, never. Okay. Never. No hard feelings I'm working on our screenplay. For sure. <laughs> do it. Do All it. right. Do it. I'm just saying, please don't holler questions at me. Okay, well, I can't just say, hey, how you doing or something like that? You can say, hey, how you doing? It's okay, that's good. Like that, but hollering questions when... You know, okay. Perfect. It's just it's hard to, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Take care, bro. Happy birthday again. You know what? Justin Bieber handled that pretty maturely. Good for him. Yeah, you know, like he he like I said, old Bieber would have would have beat him with that paddle. <laughs> um, Wilson, you said that you the curb your enthusiasm theme song should have just played right after he, <laughs> right after that guy says happy birthday, but. Justin Bieber had already closed the door on yeah, him. He's slammed it shut, yeah. So, Matt, can you just make that edit really quick? Perfect. It's just it's hard to, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Take care, bro. Happy birthday again. Okay. And this time we'll make sure that we actually include that clip. <laughs> like last week's Cringe Moment of the Week. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So in case, in case you, you you didn't you know you didn't you didn't uh, check that part out, um, Kat said that we were gonna include uh, um, Fergie, Fergie's uh, national anthem, and um, it was just not included. But you know what? <laughs> just, just just for our listeners, just so they can get a feel of that cringe, why don't we add that in there? By the dawn's early what so proudly wave at the twilight's last gleaming by the dawn's early light what so proudly wave at the twilight's last gleaming. I was going to say, so sorry again that 
sorry that you actually heard it this time. But um, I was going to say that maybe like the world, the universe just didn't want people to have to endure that again, you know? So that's why they stayed out of the, the clip. <laughs> but um, yeah, I hope that paparazzi guy turns his life around. You know, he mentioned he was working on a screenplay. Like, why don't you focus on that, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I love how when he mentioned that, like, Bieber kind of brushed it off, like, all right, cool. <laughs> he, he, I think he said, like, yeah, you do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have to be a certain type of person to be a paparazzi, that's for sure. Like, kind of an asshole. <laughs> and, and, and spineless. You have to be spineless. Yes. You have to be a yeah. cockroach. But you know what? Because of Justin Bieber, that, that guy's probably going to, like, turn a new leaf. Be yeah. something productive with his life. Good yeah. job. Shout out to the Beebs, changing another man's life one day at a time. Good job. See you at Rolling Loud, Beebs. Yeah. JB. If you show up. All right. Well, um, this was episode 27. By the way, if you hadn't checked it out yet, um, Thursday, I think it was Thursday, we posted our officially legit fighters edition officially just jams fighters edition playlist um and it's awesome it's yeah, so good it is it gets you pumped up it gets you yeah punch a wall yeah um it was it was a our first listener um requested playlist yeah. and um so it has all these songs that you'd want to listen to while playing like a fighter game <laughs> and so uh, my friend um his name's Xavier. He lives in Jacksonville. He said that he was actually going to a deep a DBZ Viters tournament like that weekend. <laughs> so he was like, "Thank you so much for this playlist." Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this week we're gonna drop our regular officially legit jam playlist. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But next week we actually have a request from Anna. BFF Anna. Yeah, BFF Anna, listener of the podcast. Shout out to you. Um, and yeah, we, we're going to make a playlist for that as well. Um, yeah, we had quite a few to choose from. There was one like making mac and cheese. One of them was like sweeping. One was going to like the dentist's office or going to the eye doctor. So we're going <laughs> to, we're probably going to choose one. And then it'll, it'll probably the most challenging one that I've had yet, to be honest. But if you have any requests, listen, please listen. send what? It's not challenging. I'm a, I already got ideas. I already, Loki, I started curating it already. Like, yeah. Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Some shit lined up. Shit. Don't worry, Anna, we gonna, we gonna take care of it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you have any requests for us, let us know. Tweet at us, message us. You can find us on Twitter at 2official2legit and on Facebook under Officially Legit. And if you just want to say hi to me, um make me feel less heated about these bitches pushing me in the crowd um say hi on twitter uh catlin design or instagram catlin design catlin yeah. design and if you want to follow me on snapchat instagram twitter and you know make me feel better about this girl calling me a whore um follow me at, at wz happening that's what's happening yeah thanks for listening everyone all right, see you guys next week.